Alrighty. Hello. Yo. Alrighty. What's going on? Nick, how's it going, buddy? It is going, uh, it's going well. Uh, it was a good weekend. First soccer game. That was great. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. First Play. soccer game for who? This would be for Charlie. Whom? For Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Yeah, Charlie. Who, I will note, has turned nine. And for, ah. me, for the Klein boys, that's the magic age. So he's, yeah. he's pulling together his plan. This is, I mean, thank you, thank you. This was this was back in June, and but he's since then known that when he's ready, he, he can come on and talk about something on the podcast because it's absolutely magic. He number. can become a man. Oh, yeah. Come so on, he the was podcast. president. Yep, for the for the for at least for my three. I have to be nine, and you got to you got to have a topic. I will say that uh, our little soccer team mm-hmm. had our first game this past Saturday as well. Okay, mm-hmm. that's Good. right. I'm coach, I'm coaching the uh, the grade one boys. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got ourselves a decent decent little team. Nice. We rolled out there. Um, you know, we played the blue team, mm-hmm. uh, the blue dragons versus the green dragons. We are the green okay. dragons. We beat them eight to two. That's right, you did. Wow. Yeah, baby. That's right, you did. I'm not trying to rub it in the blue dragons' faces, but uh, no, no. They, they didn't come to play. Our boys did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good for them. Larry, little Carrie Logan the third scored four goals on the day. So what kind of what kind of nutritional regimen do you have these kids on? Oh yeah. gosh, it's a paleo only diet. Wow. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I saw the uh, contract you know, made. I'm the parents to get them sign, on the pes- was intense. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get them on the pescatarian diet, but uh, haven't gotten much buy in sure. yeah. so far. Sure. Yeah, sure. Good it's luck with that. It's asking a lot. It's a lot of sacrifices from the families. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> That's what it means to have Coach John Rossman, though. That's right. No, I am so proud of those boys. Aww. And I, I have to tell you, I haven't been so proud since I gave, well, I did not give birth, but uh, <laughs> gave birth to You're like me just to, uh, to, uh, to, the, <laughs> to, to childbirth. Your, your white's childbirth. Yes. Uh-huh. yes, that's right. Oh, that's beautiful. That's amazing. <laughs> it, it was beautiful, man. I almost cried on the sidelines. So I was like, oh. this, is my, this is my boy. It's my boy. My Look boy. what you've done out there. Look what you've, you've done. done. You've made Coach Jay so proud. Oh. That's awesome. That was a great moment. Greg, how you doing, buddy? Where are Pretty you? good, man. Pretty good. I uh I've been traveling as usual. Uh I'm in uh Philadelphia on the East Coast between runs. Um I was actually here for um <laughs> it's funny, man. Like Jackson's birthday is July fourteenth, right? But he had a school friend's birthday party, which was originally oh, yeah. scheduled in June, but he had Broken his toe, unfortunately, oh. uh, but just but just running around on the playground too hard. So we delayed it to September. And what we did is it was actually great. Um, we booked the uh, ninja room at this place, Reach Fitness, because All right. Jackson sure. Jackson tried soccer and we just he, he just wasn't into it. I mean, sure. yeah, <laughs> you know, like and so we we decided like some some other you know what would be some other active exercise you know exercisey you know activities mm-hmm. that he yeah. could try yeah and we and we found ninja was actually like a great fit because it's kind of like obstacle course basically right right mm-hmm. but you've got these young coaches that are like really energetic and eager to mm-hmm. help the kids and as jackson has grown up he's been doing it for several years now and he's like pretty sick with it now he, he's nice. like hoops and ropes and it's a really you know, cool like, community yeah yeah yeah, it's like like sort of you know simple rock climbing, mm-hmm. and it's you know they do the thing where there's like a ramp 
along a wall, like a uh, mm-hmm. a curved ramp, and you just kind of run and try to tap the wall as high as you can. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he's just like he's really excelling now, and so he's going to keep doing it this year. But we, long story short, we uh, we invited some kids from his class um, and some of his buddies from you know from life mm-hmm. uh, over to uh, the ninja room, and uh, there were a few coaches, and they had some activities planned for them, and they just ran around, and everybody had a great time. And nice. So, so yeah, that was the uh, friends. That was the the weekend. Um, and uh, I'll tell you some other stuff later on in the program about my weekend. Uh, cool. I was I was in Ohio, and w- and when you I mentioned it, they let you back yeah. in there. They let us back in. I mean, in there? I'm I'm good. It's Nick that has to worry. Right. I'm, I'm right. not worried. But, I'm not I mean, going, kinda, man. I'm surprised you made it out alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. kind of guilty by association with that. But. That well. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good though. I've got you know. You know I've got a lot of friends. They're an understanding people, Ohioans. Yeah. Ohioans. Yes. Yeah. Ohioans. Well, it's also funny because when I mentioned it to Jackson, he was like, "I, I said, oh, Jackson, I, was, I just came from Ohio." He goes, "Go back to Ohio. Go <laughs> back to Ohio." I was like, "What the What the hell are you singing, boy?" You know? <laughs> he's like, he's "Like, I just heard some kids in the bus singing it." <laughs> I was like, is that like Nick Klein's anthem? <laughs> that's a, that, sounds, that sounds like 2023 bullying to me. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know if they were that's actually hilarious. singing it to any particular person or about sure. any particular person. Just some video they saw. Yeah. It's YouTube. You can kind of set it to the tune of Seven Nation Army, you know? Oh, okay. Go back to Ohio. See? Get stuck in your head. We're getting carried away. We're getting carried away, guys. We don't want to get great. in trouble again. Anyway. <laughs> I just try trying to tie it all in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Full circle. Oh, wait, am I yeah. banned again? What do I need to do now? I don't understand. No, no, no. We're good. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Good. All right. For now. For now. Just don't all take right. it in no, I think you're okay. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I can vouch for you. So, uh, yes. we've got a lot of stuff to get to this week. What do you say we get into it? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. You Yes, that's right. You are tuned into You Should Check It Out, going back to Ohio since 2018. Happy to be here with you on this beautiful Thursday. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's it, you guys didn't ask me about my weekend, but so I'm going to tell you about my yes, weekend. Yes, we did, because you talked it's about It's freaking you. crazy. Well, you, well no, you're the soccer, yeah, yeah. the beautiful soccer story. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's brought how, that up myself. You guys didn't ask me. I we didn't have to, because we thought... I have to insert how? myself. Roll no, you guys tape. don't care. You guys don't care. You guys don't ever what ask me about how... how right Jay, How's Jay doing? Nobody cares about how Jay's well, doing. You don't do anything. About, Where's Greg? Oh, what if, when's he's the last time you did something? Planet. Nick, he mowed the grass last weekend. What's Jay doing? Well, he's running the f***ing podcast, so. Well. All right. All right. All right. I'm, glad, I'm glad. Hey, are you feeling any better? Let me know when you are. Keep going. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing good. well. I'm just good, good. No, I, I am recovering from a long weekend, which I will tell you about. I will regale you with stories this weekend. All um, right. Can't wait. But... <laughs> gonna be great yeah no we have an awesome show uh happy to be here with you this is a thursday this is a good thursday mm-hmm. um it's gonna be a great thursday this is gonna be a great show mm-hmm. this is episode 214 it of is. the you should check it out for uh podcast yeah um mm-hmm. and my name is jay i'm nick and i'm greg we got uh things going on this week we're back to our original lineup uh, it's uh jay going first that's me mm-hmm. i'm gonna be talking about my weekend yeah and some new music that came out 
Cool. 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 Very right. exciting. Uh, Nick is coming up second mm-hmm. with a news from Nick segment, I believe. It's with, but yeah. News with Nick. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Don't mean What'd to you sound say? exclusionary there. My bad. Get ready for it. Oh, you will adore it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Greg's going to be following things up with uh, a re- review and a recap of his weekend with our friends from The Resilient. That's right. Yeah. And it was more like the Thursday, Friday in particular. Cool. Okay. But yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah last week. There was there was some 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 good uh, some events that took place in Ohio. So excellent. I'll I'll let you know about that. Sweet. Go back to Ohio. Yeah, it works. Yeah, All right, guys. Uh, let me get this thing started. Uh, there's a band from London. Okay. Uh, just came out with a new single. Mm. They're called the Rolling Stones. Hmm. Have a height of them. And and uh, yeah, uh, hot new single out on the charts. Uh, it's been getting some attention, and I like it. And I thought I'd share it with you guys. Beautiful. The name of the the name of the single is called "Angry." I like it. Check this out. That is new from the Rolling Stones. That is uh, music from their first new album in 18 years. Wow. And if you want to feel old, I remember when the last new Rolling Stones album came out in 2005, <laughs> a bigger bang, and I felt old then. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is 18 years later. And uh, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I got an open mind, but I, I really kind of dig this track. I think the star of the show is here is Mick Jagger. Jeez, I mean, some really good vocals on that. Yeah. He's doing like this, like, major blue scale, minor blue scale interpolation thing. Pretty cool. Main or major. Main or major. That's right. Um, I don't know. They they sound pretty fresh. It's not something that's going to get the kids excited, but maybe. I think they sound pretty good. What gets the kids excited is Sydney Sweeney in the video. She's like the it girl right now. Mm. You know, Mm. she's like the Mm. blonde bombshell of the moment. Plus, he's 80. He's eighty yeah. freaking years old. Yes. Well, uh, can I can I share can I share my first uh, and I didn't pick this up, up the first time, but just hearing it now, it's like he starts out like, "Don't get angry with me, I never caused you no pain." It's like, how would you like? 
stop telling people how to feel, Mick. Like <laughs> you know, it, I'm glad you brought right. this up, Greg. I really am. Yeah, <laughs> he's he, he's he's mixplaining. Well said. <laughs> No, he's like, he's like, he's like. I never, like, I never hurt you. It's like, bitch, you don't know. You don't right. know. You have no idea. You, you don't know my story. You don't you, know my no, story. You don't, like, don't tell me how I felt. You know, like how, like, like for, right it out of the gate. That he's you like, say that. Right, like, really, really, right out of the gate. First thing, I'm like, yeah. you know, I like, I've tried that line, and it's gotten thrown back in my face, <laughs> and right. like, and like, deservedly so, because it's not true. Like, yeah. you don't know. You can't say that. Even if it's even if it is true, you still can't say it. That's right. This is going to be another new hot topical coming up. I'm not. Uh, I wish it wasn't that way, but this is the world we live in now. True. You, well, you can't and tell people how they feel. No, no, you can't. You can no, no. tell people how you would like them to feel. I guess, and even that's a stretch. That's a stretch. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't. You can't tell people how to feel. Right. So I, I'm going to just go out of right. limb and that's say, thing. guys, I I appreciate. I'm not saying it's a bad sing, thing. Single. I'm not telling you how to think about this song, but uh, Nick, do you have any thoughts that you'd like I, to share? Thanks for asking and giving me agency to, to speak. This is my a platform. Feelings. Yeah, yeah. No, um, a safe space. That was mm-hmm. impressive. Right? Yeah. Honestly, I, I had listened to it a little bit earlier and I was like, is this, is it new? I actually went and double checked that it was new and not like some unearthed, you know, 70s recording. Because, yeah, it's, it's freaking 80 sweet. years old, man. He's crushing it. I'll tell you, man, it's like, it's, it's not <laughs> our friend. Friend of the pod, Kreshmere. He said a very sweet, sweet thing. He linked me uh, to a review of the track from The Guardian. And The Guardian was very effusive about uh, their love for this song. But he said, I'm not going to trust anybody's review except for yours. Oh. I said, oh, that's very sweet, Kresh. But, uh, you know, I don't, you know, it, it's the Stones. I have Mick colored glasses sure. um, on pretty much all the time. So I'm going to like it. Um, it's not any new ground or anything like that, but it's just kind of like remarkable to me that a band that's this old and yeah, men men that are this old are kind of still kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sound as good as they sound. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who, who's on drums? Steve Jordan. Right. Damn straight. Yeah. Producer Andrew Watt. Yep. Yep. So the, I I'm really excited for the whole album because it's like a star-studded affair. They have the Lady Gaga on uh-huh. there. You know, they got some other big guest artists. They got uh, some dude named Paul McCartney. Um, okay. Some guy, Bill Wyman, is going to uh-huh. play bass. And uh, they have the, actually on that same track, is the last, one of the last recordings of Charlie Watts on drums as well. Nice. So they have actually reunited like the original, you know, classic Stones lineup mm-hmm. for one track on the album. So I'm very excited about that. That comes out at the end of October. So Super cool. But gentlemen... I am recovering from an epic musical weekend that kickstarted with a gig that I need to tell you about. Okay. All right. Okay. And that means this is time for Tales from the Concert. Yes, that's right. This is Tales from the Concert. Now, normally, this you know, Tales from the Concert is about a show that we went to that had some kind of dramatic thing happen in it. But uh, and and that is the case. I did go to this show, but I was the uh, primary player in this show. This was a show with the Janine Wilson brand, Janine Wilson band, 
uh, that was taking place this last Friday. And okay. it's at a place that we love to play, Clarksville Commons, which is kind of like this open air market area in this kind of upscale neighborhood near me, Clarksville, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played there a couple times and they love us and we love to be there. And we've had a great time. They have a bunch of families come out, um, kids dancing around. We're playing outside. And that is <clears throat> where things went wrong on this particular concert. Uh-oh. Um, so this was last Friday and in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so wait, Maryland, Friday? This should be a tourist last, story. Let me take one step back to Friday. It should have been a tourist story. You're right. Dang it. Next time. Actually, okay. if this never happens to me again in my life, I'm going to be a happy man. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Let's hear it. Hopefully this will be the last chance. All right. So Friday, this is a gig I was looking forward to. Obviously, I play with this lovely lady named Janine Wilson mm-hmm. and my good friend Yaakov on the drums and my good friend George D on the bass. We have a really good little band. We play around the area. We play some covers, play a bunch of originals. People like us. We have a good time. Cool. It is a bit of a lift on my part because I do play sound guy slash lead guitar player slash rhythm guitar player slash backup. So you're bringing a lot of gear. I'm bringing a lot of gear to the show and I'm bringing a lot of effort to these shows. Yeah. I'm not complaining about that. That is part of the deal. I love it. It's fun. It keeps me current, as they say. Yes. But for these outdoor shows, basically, Janine and I share the load. She brings the main PA speakers. I bring my speakers as monitor speakers. I set up all the microphones. I sound check everything. I run all the cables. I do all the technical bits, right? Also play the guitar. And And backup vocals. And backup vocals. So... Weather in Maryland has been a little bit nutty over the last week. Yeah. Um, last week was hot as hell, as we discussed on the podcast last week. It was until week. about Friday. Until about Friday. Until about Friday, where, you know, it was showing possibility of severe thunderstorms mm-hmm. Friday afternoon. So we were checking this. Obviously, we don't want to play an outdoor show if it's going to be thunderstorming. So we're checking all day long, sending emails, making sure everything's still on, checking the weather. Everything looked fine. Right. It would look like a chance of like some drizzle in the evening. We can deal with that. They had some tents set up for us. So show is a go. Okay. We get I get there about four thirty. Eight o'clock. Eight (laughs) o'clock. Sorry. sorry. No, No, show starts at six o'clock sharp. Okay. So I get there at four thirty, haul all the gear out, plug everything up, sound check. Six o'clock, we hit, bang out the first set. It was great. We got the kids dancing. Janine's in a good mood. My mom and dad came all the way from Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Came down to Mm. see me. My mom said how how proud of me she is. It was great. That's a nice thing to hear. Very nice. Went in for the set break at 7 o'clock. Got myself a little sandwich. Got myself a beer. Yeah. Came back out. Looked at the sky. Uh Uh-oh. The entire situation had changed. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Now, all of a sudden, if you look to the west... Sky was clear. Birds chirping. Yep. Birds chirping. Yep. Look to the east, and it was hell on wheels. Nighttime. <laughs> it was like the oh, darkest wow. sky you've ever like you know like the scene from the Blues Brothers where the right. you know, the the sky is coming in. Yep. Um, and so we kind of look at this and we're like, uh, I'm not. None of us are sure where these clouds are headed. Sure. And the weather app is not telling us. You mm. know, it's kind of like the radar is a little bit fuzzy. 
so we go to the promoter and we're like, those clouds don't look good. And she's like, well, why don't you just go on and play a couple songs and see how things go? <laughs> and we're like, eh, I don't, I don't know. Just play a couple songs and, and we'll I'm go I'm still confident there. this is going to end well. Me too. <laughs> Me too. So we get up to the mic. We turn on the, the PA system. Janine starts announcing that we're just going to see how things go here, guys. When all of a sudden we see lightning in the distance mm-hmm. and a couple's specks of rain start to fall. That quickly, as she's announcing. As she's announcing that we're going to play a couple more songs. Mm-hmm. And then the raindrops start to fall and my mind just starts going. And then I see another lightning bolt. And at this point, I'm, I'm, I make the unilateral decision, not doing this, not going to get stuck here. Mm-hmm. And not it was about... And it, it, it was as close as I've come to like, oh my gosh, there's a fire and or flood in my home. What uh-huh. do I do? And I just grab my guitars because I have mm-hmm. three of them. I had two of them. Grab them, put them in their gig bags and put them as close to the center of the tents as I can as the rain is really starting to come down. That oh. quick. It, it happened like that. I mean, mm-hmm. and my mom and dad can attest. They were all sitting outside. It happened like that. Wow. And I've talked to a lot of people about this in the the rest of the weekend. And okay. everyone's like, dude, why would you even go out there and like try to perform? Mm-hmm. And to me, know. it's just like, no, it's really easy for you to sit there in that sure. position and say, right. Hindsight is yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But when it's not raining and it's not thunderstorming and a promoter is asking you to do this, you what do you do, Greg? Do it. Oh, sorry. I mean, you got to play. You got to play, right? Yeah. We all want to be safe. I'm not, I wasn't, no one was asking anyone to be put in a place of danger. And as soon as the lightning came, my mind was made up. Right. right? Danger. But it just turned from like relatively safe to terrible like that. (laughs) And the rain started crashing down. So I grabbed my guitars. The next thing I saw was like my pedal board. I'm like, okay, I got to get my pedal. So it's my guitars and my pedal board. I got to get them safe. After that, it's like, okay, the rest of the, I got, thousands of dollars worth of my own gear sitting out here mm-hmm. my car is about 500 feet 500 yards away oh. <laughs> i can't get to my car and now by now it's like a monsoon outside and it's like deluge and we're just under these two metal tents in one of the worst lightning storms i've seen oh, in maryland dude. in my life it was freaking terrifying and it had reached the point where, like, oh, well, I can't do anything at this point. I, I can't take my gear mm-hmm. to any more of a safe place than where we are right now under these two crappy portable metal tents. How right? long did this did this last? That was the thing. We just kept it was such a bad rainstorm. We just expected it would just it's just going to pass by. Sure. Especially as it crazy was 20 as... minutes, dude. It was oh. 20 minutes until the rain even abated a little bit. And then it started coming in sideways. The and then the wind picked up and one of the tents went over. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, you know, bless his heart, our bass player, George D. George. My heart goes out to him because it was his tent. <laughs> oh. So his amp, his pedals, his Fender jazz bass are just sitting there getting poured on rain ouch and there's nothing we can do like there's nowhere we can take this stuff 
But well, Jakob, the drummers, his his drums are just getting completely destroyed. You oh, know, yeah. I'm sitting there watching my my monitor speakers just just getting pissed on rain. Become Cables everywhere. Everything's Ugh. still. We, we unplugged the power, mm-hmm. but yeah. everything is just like, well, we you know, what are we gonna do? Everything is just waterlogged. And it was just one of those moments where you're just like watching, like, oh wow, okay. Well, it's just stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. If you get to it's just stuff, then things are bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of this for a gig I'm probably gonna get a hundred dollars for, right? Yeah. <laughs> if we're lucky. So we just had to wait, you know. My stepdad came out, bless his heart. He tried to grab some of the speakers off the stands. And try to, you know, but by this time, one of the tents was off, you know, was off in the corner. All of our, by the time the rain abated enough that we could, like, collect our wits, all of our gear was soaked. All of the bags in which our gear goes in were soaked. So, like, my gig bag. Oh, is now just my a sponge seekers, holding water applied. was now just a sponge, yeah. 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 We literally took Janine's mixer, which had been sitting out in the rain, turned it upside down. And watch the water pour out of the mixer. Oh. <laughs> you got so. What do you got to do? What, what? What? Okay. All right. Audio guy. Yeah. So what do you? What do you do? How long do you have to let this stuff dry out before you risk plugging it back in? I don't know. I'm. It's still drying in my basement in the other room. It's, Is that what that it's all just laid going out back there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Saturday, I all I did was just take cables. Yeah. And just wring them out. You know, just just towel, towel them off. Yeah. All of my gear, again, the things that meant the most to me, my guitars and my pedal board were relatively safe. Yeah. So thank God for that. So does a gig bag Um, provide any water protection at all? Yeah, they're both thick enough that the guitars were not, their guitars are totally fine. Oh, cool. Oh, okay, good. Again, George, the the bass player's guitar, got screwed. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't talked to him since. He was pissed. We were all furious <laughs> sure how did the and, promoter, and like, did the promoter come at? over like rain soaked like she tried to help i guess but not. what she what's yeah. she doing you know she's not really at this point yeah. the damage is done mm. so anyway all of this said you know we survived we're gonna get paid no one's you still haven't been paid <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> it'll be fine <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fine i'm sure it'll yeah. be fine Checks in the mail. Now, Greg, I know you're you're in the in upper tier of live music performance. Say so you don't no. have to worry about bringing your own like sound gear to shows and stuff like. But but hardly. What do you have you been in this situation where you're playing an outdoor gig and there's like the threat of rain and you don't want to do it, but you're getting pressured to do it? Like, what do you do in those situations? It's hard, man. It is hard, and you did the right thing. I mean, you can't be the one to say to like refuse. Right. It's very difficult. <clears throat> Um, if it's a place you want to play and you want to come back, you want to try to like play ball, right? You, you want to show that your game as much as possible. Y- you have to. Um, that's the pro thing to do. But unfortunately, yeah, when it's your stuff, I think that that line gets blurred, you know, because it's, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Hold on. You know, like I'm not the one, you know, you, you're not the one who is. Um, you paying me for the stuff if it gets soaked? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you, you going to pay damages on this stuff? Because I'll tell you what, if you had hired a sound company, there would have been an insurance clause in your contract. Mm-hmm. Yep. That you know, and and so I'm I, like, I brought this sound equipment out of the kindness of my heart. Yep. You know, and um, yeah, that's the risk you run. I mean, 
Yeah, these these uh, East Coast summer gigs, man. I'm telling you, I dodged. I, I don't know how. I personally managed to dodge so many bullets this summer. I had like great weather everywhere yeah. I went. It's Greg uh, I, I <laughs> It hasn't always been that way, Nick. But um, mm. I just I just did. I don't know how it happened. Even like there were Red Knots gigs I had to sub out. And like the first one I did, they were like, yeah, it got cut short 15 minutes. Like we had to run into a basement. Like there was a tornado <laughs> warning in front of like, like there was like 3,000 people at this gig and like everyone had to scramble. Wow. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, up, oh, it sucks. Like, you know, I, I, what can you say? What can mm-hmm. you do? We've but, had you know, similar incidents like this before and I've never gotten hit like this before. And I just. It sounds awful. I, I just remember standing there completely helpless watching my gear get destroyed and just saying like i'm never putting myself in this position again really you c- yeah i yeah. i i think i'm that- gonna i'm gonna try to like keep this in my head and try to keep a hard line if there is a threat of severe thunderstorms got it you'll still take your stuff to an outdoor gig but if there's a threat of thunderstorms then you're gonna I'm going to be a lot more cautious about that. Yeah, yeah. Or at because, least bring a tarp or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know right. what the answer is. I, yeah, it's like what you know. Like you said, it's thousands of dollars worth of equipment. I mean, and they're not liable for any of it. Not at all. No. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not uh, fair, you know, um, no. in that way. But if that's what you agreed to, then it is fair. I don't know. Uh, it's legally binding, right? Yeah. yeah. There's nothing you can do. It's still not fair. Uh, <clears throat> no, no, obviously it's not fair. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a difficult situation. You know, can't rain. Can't, I mean, you saw what, I don't know if you heard about this festival that happened in Virginia. Maybe it was the same storm uh, or at least the same system, the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Okay. Oh, is that the one that Oliver Anthony played it? Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. even know if he, he, if he played it in the end. He was booked on it. Okay. Um, but uh, he, had, he, yeah, they had to cancel it. Not the entire thing, but like, I, I th- I'm guessing it was like a three or four day festival, and they canceled like at least the last two days, like the main two days, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Although I do think Sleep Token was on it and uh, <laughs> had a crushing sh- show before it got canceled. They brought in nice. rain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, oh man, that's well. Sucks, but dude. I'm, I, I'm sorry. That should have totally been a tour story. Can we play the tour stories theme? I just uh, have to yes, hear it we now. Can. No, you're absolutely right. That should have been a tour story. It's not yeah. a tales from tales the concert is when you go to a concert. And you have yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. We're, I, get, I, we're I, just I, getting very specific with our uh, yeah. Niche, we, uh, we, have, we have happens after this. Have a, yeah. It's 2018, right? So yes, that's right, guys. This was this has been a tour story. And now presenting. Just a warning to all you kids out there, you know, mm-hmm. live music is great, but if there's severe thunderstorms and you're bringing your own damn gear, think twice, have a backup plan, the clouds park your car close, lying. Right. all that stuff. Yeah, it's serious business out there, man. Yeah, park your car close, bring a tarp. I like those. Yeah. 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 The, the the last time that I had to worry about my stuff getting wet was when I did a frat party and these kids were just throwing beer around all over the place. <laughs> um, different, different set of circumstances, but yeah. yeah. I Still, bet you felt I bet you felt equally uh like helpless. It was I mean, I put uh they were like put garbage bags over your pedals. I was like, "No, really?" They're like, "Yes." <laughs> and, and so I did. 
and it was it made it tough to <laughs> you know i mean i still i still managed to like navigate my board uh but they were right cuz literally like as soon as we started playing just psh, psh, you're just getting it all in your face all of your guitar at first you're like shocked you're like are you what you like, stop it why, why you little <laughs> you know <laughs> i remember i remember at one point in the middle of the set i looked out and there's these two kids standing next to each other like 20 years old you know just wasted like you know just <laughs> eyes like and one of them pulls up a beer you know cracks it open and i think he's about to take a sip i'm watching him like while we're playing the song and instead he doesn't take a sip he just <laughs> dumps it on his friend's head <laughs> Classic. <laughs> it was amazing. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, I par- I thought I partied hard in college. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I, never, I never poured a beer on your head. I mean, you know, no. Regrets. I, I wish you had. That, yeah, you know. seriously. Uh, yeah. We, we missed There's out. There's still time. Just, I, <laughs> let's do it, man. Right. I'm down. I'm damn. down. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Right. We could do that at damn. Hey, speaking of which, speaking of which, I did not get free tickets from my friends at Bose because they're apparently not presenting it at nam mm-hmm. this year i understand um but i'm still working on that in either case the tickets have not opened because i'm i'm willing to pay for them like it, yeah. it's on my calendar i'm coming okay I'm coming. oh are you so yeah right on i think I, I, hey look you sound surprised i thought we had this figured out he'll believe it when he sees it well no no, no. I, I think it's great yeah yeah, yeah yeah just keep me in the loop <laughs> yeah keep me in the loop okay no, no, no. We'll I, do. I, All right. I, yes. Enough from me. That was my weekend. Wow. Crazy. Nick, line on to you. Tales from the Torah stories. All right. Good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we? Uh, why don't we listen to some music? Yes. Please. So we got a we got this side group tech going on that Kreshmir started with uh, five individuals. This is so much fun. I know. We're gonna we're gonna get together in October and we're gonna play. It's gonna be two drummers and forty seven guitars and. Oh my and god! Crush me on bass or something awesome. like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, it's gonna be so much fun. It is gonna I be. I can't fun. wait. But um, in this thread, uh, my cousin Tim Youngworth um, just sends everybody this. Have you guys ever heard Captain Beyond? I've never heard him this excited about anything in his life. But he was very excited. It was via text. He was via, very excited. Um, yeah. yeah. He says, um, "This is, let me actually let me maybe make sure I, I'm not going to misquote him here." Have you guys ever come across this? And it's a picture of an album cover that I'm going to just hold up here, right? Captain Beyond. Have you ever seen that? Captain, Captain Beyond? Beyond. I, 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 I pull, yes. I, I, okay. I mean, no, 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 no. I've never seen that. I, I, okay. I didn't mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm this looking is, at it. I this album it. is called 1972. And then Tim says, I'd never heard of, uh, heard it until now. It's amazing. Okie dokie. You it's need true. to set aside 35 minutes at some point. So It's true. Captain Beyond is an American rock supergroup that was formed in L.A. in 1971. It consists of Deep Purple singer Rod Evans, uh, Johnny Winter's drummer Bobby Caldwell, Iron Butterfly guitarist Larry Reinhardt, and Iron Butterfly bassist Lee Dorman. Uh, and this is now, from... Now, if that ain't yeah. a supergroup, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at the time, right? I mean, you got Deep right. Purple <laughs> and Johnny Winter. Later. Like, these are these are... They're huge. They're, Techn- huge. they're technical heavy hitters. Yes. Right. Right. So, but you look at it on paper, it's not the most like awe-inspiring yeah. lineup. Well, it, the cool thing, if you pull up, uh, there's on Wikipedia, there's a newspaper advertisement from, um, I guess a, 
a concert that featured Captain Beyond, and it was seven hours of rock. Yes. <laughs> and it's it was REO Speedwagon, Blue Easter Cult. It was basically a lot of these bands plus Captain Beyond. Uh, yeah. So this is from their 1972 album uh, called 1972, and this is called this. I, I picked a clip. This one's Memorization Eclipse. <laughs> How about that, man? Another, this album's a challenging one to find a clip for because very, uh, um, the songs, it is only 35 minute album, but the songs just weave in between each other. I think the first song, there's like three different sections to the song that, uh, so it definitely worth a 35 minute listen. Um, it's great, man. Yeah, it's it, great. it really is. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it was, it's Stranglehold in Seven. Yeah. <laughs> that song is, yes. Yep, but there's some really cool stuff on there, man. There Everything really is. on there is in weird, like in weird time signatures. There's some really cool guitar sounds on there. It's really strong. The changes rock. are real tight, uh, but also it's got that loose, sloppy '70s sound. But it's still yeah, so right. tight. Uh, it, it's it's something. It struck me as like something that you would hear from like 1978 or '79. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that it's from '72 is pretty incredible. Like it's, yeah, seemed pretty groundbreaking. I, yeah. I, I, without I, I would like to A B this with some like grand funk. It's yeah. kind of like grand funk. Cool. Yeah. You guys, yeah. <laughs> you kids don't know grand funk. <laughs> uh, the warm meaty bass of Mark Barner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, that uh, that show flyer. Um, no, the competent know, you, bass work. I'm sorry. You, you, <laughs> the competent. Some he had Ario Speedwagon, Blue Ice Recall. We also had Iggy and the Stooges and Mike Bloomfield Band. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty serious. Surprises for one and all and the return of Santa Claus. Plus yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says on the poster. Yeah, it was, it was December 29th. Yep. So, Indianapolis yep. Convention Center. Yep. Seven co- I, bet, I bet it was cold outside. Oof. But it was hot. But it was hot R- and rocking, rocking inside. inside. Hot yep. rocking yeah, yeah. inside, baby. Yeah. Cool. Hell well, yeah, Borders. It, it is a. It's a cool old album that. Um, yeah, I absolutely never heard of this. The supergroup. I think they were only around for maybe two, three years. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, because all the bands were basically suing all they of the members. That the that, ex-wife yeah. was f- his brother. Oh, Jesus. Like yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> 
So you went off the deep end. Guys, it's been a busy week, and I, uh, yes. I, I've i got a couple things that I wanted to share with you. So I would like to, as you mentioned at the top, Jay, I would like to, mm-hmm. if we could, if you've got it available, I'd like yeah. to do a News with Nick. News with Nick, get ready for it. News with Nick, you will adore it. Nick will read the news today. That he finds noteworthy. News with Nick. Boom. Okay. There it is. All right. News there with Nick. Go. All right, I'm going to start things off a little somber, okay? Can we handle that? Yeah. Hey, this is uh, some news out of the UK. They've just, they've just started a census, a, a pioneering census it's being called, of nearly 6,000 working musicians in the United Kingdom. And they found, and they basically reported a ton of statistics on this, but they found, amongst other things, that, that nearly half of the surveyed musicians earn less than 14,000 pounds a year for, for their craft. Yeah, but in American dollars, that's like... Ninety thousand dollars, right? I no, I think that's maybe twenty. Is it? I don't even know what the pound conversion is now at this point. Oh, maybe like one point six. Pound a dollar. That's a good question, there, Jay. Yeah. Good old boy, Jay. Why, why, why are we talking in pounds? So that's about twenty-three thousand dollars. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's not great. Not not great. I'm sorry. It's seventeen thousand dollars. Oh. Even worse. <laughs> so yeah. Not great. Yeah. Jeez, boy. Uh, and this is despite. The, uh, the very high levels of education and training amongst the surveyed. 70% had a college degree or higher. Um, wow. 50% or higher had a uh, music-specific degree. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting. It's not, this isn't a U.S. problem, um, but also there were some, it was, it was interesting because there were, it was basically talking about how circumstances like um, difficulty, um, uh, the amount of time that was required uh, that was unpaid to participate mm-hmm. in, uh, in paid engagements um, made it hard to have a work-life balance, uh, which honestly I think is a fair statement to make. It was, there, there was this thing that reminded me, Greg, of the conversation that we had about the sleeping in the van. Like, yeah. I used to sleep in the van. I put my time in and da 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 da, da And the self-sacrifice that's still expected um, that, that existed, I guess, as a bias for me of like, oh, okay, but maybe compared to n- normal jobs, but there's there's basically there's some quotes in here about like it's 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 very difficult to be a uh, a working musician parent. Um, um, uh, it was like from a single mother or something like that that was that was quoted in the story. And yeah, but it, so it made me like like where the bar should be for for like the musician, the career of a musician. Um, mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a musician and to be paid fairly? Um, and how many of all of the people that want to do that, like what, what's the cutoff, right? Like, because if everybody wants to be a musician, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It got all these sorts of ideas thinking in my head. And I, I, I thought. Yeah. I think you got to, you know, you just got to get out there and grab it by the balls, man. I just know other. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. you, you got, you can't just. I think there's a lot of people that that think like, oh, if I just work hard, it'll happen, you know. And it's like that's just not really the way it is. Like, you know, anyone I know who's still kind of doing it full time has had to make very intense sacrifices. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I don't think that's changing anytime soon. I don't. I think that's the way it's always been. Do you compare it at all, Greg, to uh, like playing the minor leagues? Big time. I think about that actually a lot. I yeah. consider myself in the minor leagues right now because because I'm not in the majors, you know. Like Mick mm-hmm. Jagger's in the majors, 
You know, like he's the, so. yeah. he's like the Dusty Baker or something. Like that. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I just kind of think of it like there's still there are tears that I have. I've I've dabbled. You know what I mean? I've dabbled mm-hmm. in 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 like that. I've seen that top tier, and not just like I've seen it. Like I've lived it. Sure. For for brief periods, mm-hmm. and uh, and once you see that, it's kind of you can't unsee it. It's yeah. kind of like <laughs> holy shit, like yeah. this is the life, and yeah. um, it becomes kind of like this, like a goal um, to be able to because you know that you can do it. Like there are there are different ways of of earning that kind of of life, but you do have to sacrifice a lot of things, um, mm-hmm. you know, and some of the things that people. Would never dream of sacrificing, or what I'm talking about, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, so, and that's just for a chance, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Right, uh, right. Well, and yeah. it, that's really what it comes down to: is like, it, is that fair? Is it, and is or is it, will it always be that way? Uh, yeah, I think that, so. Like, there's and more dreamers than there are people that will realize that dream. Uh, yeah, by a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 By, by by by, probably like in a in a comparable percentage of like people who want to be baseball players you know or you know Mm -hmm. it's like you know there are people who are not and and look it's 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 great that there's people who are playing music and don't care about being you know taking it to that uh no but that level because they're you know they're just not willing to to sacrifice that you know what i'm talking about which is you know i'm talking about things like family talking about things like stability Mm -hmm. health yeah. Um, financial, uh, you know, rewards. Yeah, sleep. Never, you, know, you just never know, like, <laughs> you know. But but look, th- there's definitely a lot of there's more than one way to skin a cat, you know. And you gotta um, you gotta find your own way and yeah. Uh, yeah. figure out what you're really good at and uh, try to do that and see if if it works. And you know, I've seen, you know. <laughs> I've seen I've seen great men die like dogs. <laughs> oh, you know, like, <laughs> like it really. It, actually, it, it reminds me of the quote of uh, the Hunter S. Thompson quote. It's a horrible industry, and uh, you know, even people who are successful in it still ha- hate it. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but there is yeah. that element of the. But but back to the yeah, there is that element of making personal sacrifice to exemplify your passion. Yeah. Uh, for how much you want it, whatever that means, um, and yeah. if there if there's more dream, yeah, it's anyway. So yeah. uh, sobering sobering uh, uh, survey that they that they put out. Um, yeah. So that was that was my first story. All right, moving on. Do we feel good? We, we move on mm-hmm. from that one. Okay. Okay. Next up. Yeah. So there's a there's an organization called Believe, which is a distribution service, um, music distribution service. And it's CEO Dennis. Let me see. The Lady Guy. Nope. Greg, you can help me out with this if you could. Um, I'm looking him. Uh, Dennis. Lady Guyri. Lady That's the one. Has come out strongly opposed to the the streaming service Deezer. Has announced that they're going to make some updates. And I actually found this pretty interesting as soon as I kind of dug into it. So Deezer's having a problem, which is there is a, a tremendous amount of um, fake accounts. These are AI accounts created to put, like it could be white noise, it could be generated audio, um, 
for the sole purpose of trying to generate you know, cents on the dollar streaming revenue by doing so much of it that it turns into an actual you know, source of income. So what they've come up with is that they basically are going to, they've renegotiated their streaming their streaming rates, and they've basically said in order to get, uh, I guess, a premium streaming rate, uh, which is what they feel is the fair way to do it, they're saying you have to have a thousand uh, uh, listeners in a given month. Uh, different listeners need to be hitting your music um, okay. once a month, and if you hit that threshold then you basically get, you get double the rate for streaming. Okay. Um, and they're starting to phase out, they're starting to replace any generated audio with their own generated audio that's exactly the same thing so that they can avoid the royalty fees. So for like artists that are putting on, artists or whomever, accounts that are putting on like white noise mm -hmm. uh, that like people are using to fall asleep, they're, not, they're, no, they're, they're gonna replace that with their own generated white noise. Gotcha. Okay. So that they don't have to pay any licensing fee for that for those tracks. Okay. And CEO Dennis L, uh, uh, CEO Believe, has basically come out vehemently against this uh, because he says that it is a slippery slope. To you start that threshold at a thousand, and what's going to happen is the majors are going to come in and keep pushing that threshold higher so that they can negotiate higher rates for their premium artists and it's going to create this whole problem which is the existing problem which is that it's impossible for young artists who are trying to make um, any semblance of an income from decent streaming um, uh, uh, to basically continue to live in the you know fractions of a cent on the stream yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that model is not fair right and it kind of in that in 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 the entirety of that explanation, it kind of was like this is this is so hard. Um, this is so hard because, and even even a company like this, like Deezer, like they're paying real costs every month for the cost of storing a trim like a ton of fake accounts with just you know hours eight hours of of, of noise. Hmm. And yeah, me, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like I, the. Slippery slope arguments are a slippery slope, you know? <laughs> because I don't have a problem at all with there being a tier to, if you're not getting a thousand plays a month, I don't have a problem with a streaming service saying you you're get paid to less the, than to the, to the smallest amount. Yeah. You know? But if the argument against that is, well, record companies might use that model and, you know, so on and so forth and blah blah, mm -hmm. blah 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 like well that's all hypothetical that doesn't have to happen do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. yeah i i can see the point that they're making and i'm definitely pro indie art as a as a guy on spotify who has multiple albums on spotify that get less than a thousand views a month you know <laughs> you'd think i'd be against this but no you know there should i don't know i don't disagree with deezer setting a, a tier that artists should make you know to to be able to be paid and I don't know however they're trying to set this up but the whole argument that this is going to be this is going to lead to catastrophe down the line I don't think is is holding a lot of weight in my mind his argument boils down to there is a certain amount of revenue that's generated um, and yes the revenue is generated because people come in and wanting to hear the top 
artists. And that those artists should be fine value sharing the fact that it's the band, you know, this particular band that got a bunch of people to subscribe, that they should be fine value sharing the, those subscriptions with independent artists that are generating streams on the platform as well, which is a very different conversation than the economics of it all. Yes. Um, and I think a much harder conversation about what, it, what, what exactly is fair uh, to whom. So I, it, it, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one. I didn't have like a clear standpoint on this because I, I, I see the I see the point, I see the value in that point. If I was a big artist, I definitely would want to share with the with with like the younger ones. Like that would be a decision. You would but or wouldn't? I would because I don't think the, the revenue, my primary source of revenue for a, a large artist is probably going to be touring. No, and is that a fair yeah. thing to say? I think these so. days that is the that is the reality. that is the way you make your money, right? Well, it's not necessarily, but it's like the way you're you're. You're trying to because those have a lot of you know, that's not necessarily a slam dunk either. Even if you're even if you're drawing, it's so expensive to tour. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. I think I think I think that was a good that was a good good summing of that conversation. Um, last one for you. It's a feel good. Do you guys ever I like do that? This one's this is out of uh, where are we talking here? Decatur, <laughs> Decatur, Greensburg. What is that? North Carolina. Greensburg, Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah, Decatur, Georgia. Greens, is there a Greensburg, Georgia? No idea. Hard-hitting journalism coming at you tonight from you should check it out. This is Larry Indiana. King. Indiana. Greensboro, Indiana. Indiana on the line. Greensburg, Indiana. Greensboro. Hello. <laughs> Greensburg, you're on. So uh, this is just this little, it's within like the like feeds of music news. I just saw <laughs> this. And it's uh, schools host triad session for new musicians. And this is where Triant the symphony, did, the, did you guys ever have this? Did the symphony come to your school and you got to try all their musicians or like all their instruments? No. You didn't, this, this was like, no. I, I, this day is crystal clear in like elementary, like I remember this day and the day we dissected like a cow heart in the kindergarten. Right. From elementary in school. kindergarten? Yes. And, and chicken hearts later on in kindergarten. Yep. What the hell mm. were you guys doing in Hagerstown? Dude, no, I went to Greenbrier, <laughs> and that is farm country. Okay. And Mr. Higgins was awesome. So Good Lord, okay. Um, but yeah, but then in third grade, the symphony like came, and we got to try their instruments. And it was the coolest wow. freaking thing ever, because it was like I holding bet. a violin. And, and So I saw this, and I was like, yeah, we need more of that. That's Heck great. yeah. We can Good all get stuff. on board with that. Heck yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, at Waynesboro, they were just like, eh, pick one of these. Yeah. You got a recorder, don't you? <laughs> but don't pick violin. We don't do strings here. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting. I mean, the, the the guy Arthur Bloom who got me involved in Music Corps, mm-hmm. where I started, where I first started working with wounded vets. Before that, he was doing um, a kind of outreach program where he was combining local uh, orchestras with. Uh, the sort of like dra- downtrodden communities in those same areas, mm-hmm. and so he, in order to do that, he composed a musical or a, like a, a, a an orchestral symphony, yeah, yeah, piece that that would combine these like high tier classical musicians with these these poor these poor area schools. Got um, it. 
That's and, cool. And uh, yeah, it was called Rhyme Renovation and Music Education. Um, anyway, but that's how I met him. Um, I actually performed with the uh, University of Maryland Orchestra. Um, and they brought in these kids and it was the theme of it was outer space. And, uh, yeah, it's cool to see that because it it is, it's, it's amazing when you, when you are around an orchestra, like a real orchestra, especially as a kid, it just, it must just be like, holy crap. Like, sure. Yeah. You know, blew my mind. Right. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it inspires. It's true. Like there's a barrier almost. It's like, when would these kids ever get to see something like that? Mm hmm. You know what I mean, and and vice versa. When are the, you know, classical musicians, gonna get to hang out with these kids? You know, mm-hmm. and so it, it it was an interesting experience for sure. Yeah, uh, it's good to see. It's good to hear about. Yeah, stuff like that. Awesome. Music, so, yeah, super cool. That's what I got, guys. News with Nick. Right on. News with Nick. That was noteworthy. That was very noteworthy. Thank you. Noteworthy. Thank you. And I adored it. Almost noteworthy. <laughs> yeah. Right on. All Mr. Right, Loman. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I, there's, there's a little bit of time left here. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't have, I don't have a ton to, uh, to get to tonight, but I will play a, uh, a bit of music that I don't know if you guys have ever heard or if we discussed this. I, I, I'd feel bad if you guys were like, "Yes, Greg, we've talked about this many times." Have we? I don't this believe is, so. This is what you shared in Slack. Uh, yeah. I don't believe on the air. Okay. Well, in any case, we're gonna play it it's new for. To me. New to you. Great. Okay, this is um, the the amazing pianist Brad Meldow. Uh, actually, a, uh, a guitarist named Jonathan Rogerson uh, that I met at College Park. You guys ever... You remember College I, yeah, Park? Yeah, I've heard of that place, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Place. It's yeah. not around anymore, I don't think, but it was like <laughs> okay. a That's coffee house. It, it, was, it, it got set up, but I, you guys had left College Park uh, by this time, but it was like this house that uh, had a coffee shop on the first floor and then like sort of a performance area and uh, some friends of mine would play there and one night I went over to hang out and met this really awesome guitar player named Jonathan Rogers. Anyway, he, he, he and I were talking and he was like, you got to listen to Brad Meldow, Art of the Trio, Volume 4 or vo- whichever one this is. And I was like, okay, sure. I think he might have just given me the Burn CD. Anyway, um, on it is a cover of... The Radiohead song "Exit Music" for a film. Yeah, mm. and if you're familiar with this song at all, it's pretty intense. And uh, it was actually composed for the end of Romeo and Juliet. Is that correct? Yep. The one with the uh, DiCaprio and Cla- Claire Danes. So, and did they use it? Is that uh, the, is is that actually the end? It's it's on the soundtrack, and I do think it's in the end credits. Okay. Well, yeah. in any case, it made it onto OK Computer. It's like the fourth yes. track, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is Brad Meldow with. Jorge Rossi on bass and Jeff Ballard on drums and Larry Grenadier on bass, maybe? Any case, it's Brad Meldow with a smoking trio. This is uh, exit music for a film.
Nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That, I do remember that. Because that came out, That was, I think that was on Nap, one of those Napster clips, too. Ah. Ah. From, I, I, I remember that. I remember that at College Park. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah, I can see. I can see. I can see you discovering that on your own just by typing it into Napster. Just dig it. Yeah. Just. Just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I never heard it until until that guy uh, turned me, turned me onto it. But th- th- that whole record is uh, smoking. Uh, all those are all those Brad Maldow uh, albums are insane. That guy's amazing. Yeah. Um, he's probably the best jazz pianist in the world. You know, what's really rad about him is that he's uh, he's got a spot for. Radiohead and Elliot Smith, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and even yeah. like metal bands. He's into Periphery. He's he, right. really he covered you had played them. A, a clip of him covering some metal band. It might have been Periphery. A while. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that was pretty recent recording. Anyway, um, so I, I just that that just came up in my in my mind, and we we hadn't ever played it on the pod, so there you have it. But Excellent. I was gonna just uh, tell you guys. Um, it's neither a Tales from the Concert nor a, a Torah story. Mm. Somewhere um, in the sweet, juicy middle. Yeah, it was, it, was cre- it was pretty creamy. So actually, reached, I got reached out to by the Veterans Affairs Hospital in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. And uh, this guy, Taylor Jacklin, sent me an email. And he was like, I wanted to ask you about the resilient possibly coming and playing here. I was like, let's get on the phone. And so I, I called this guy, this guy. He's like, hello. He's like, yeah, hi, this is Greg uh, from The Resilient. He's like, guys, guys, guys. He's like, we, we're so excited. We can't believe we got one of you guys on the phone. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay, what's up? You know, and, and uh, he was like, well, we've been watching your videos for years, and we think that you guys are, without a doubt, like the best example of connecting with veterans. Wow! Like, I, I, nice. You know, like, and uh, I'm we just think over here. we just think that yeah. Well, it was I. W- I was like, whoa, really? Because I was, and I was actually at Tim's house. Like, oh, wow. like, just, just like, like, like guy, the guys are like jamming in the garage, and I'm like, oh, cool. And he was like, yeah, actually, my coworker Laura, she saw you guys in 2013. She's like the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan in the world. Next to Jay, next to Jay of course. She's been like yeah. 200, 250 concerts or something insane. She's a piece. Um, and so she came to see Bruce Springsteen, but we were playing with Roger Waters the same night. And so mm-hmm. she saw us. Literally, she, she told me this herself, changed like careers after that night and was like, I need to start what? working for the VA. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And She's like, a piece. Yeah. Now, fast forward 20, uh, 10 years later, and these, and it's like, we need to get these guys to our clinic, you know, to yeah. our to our hospital. And I was like, okay, what can we do? You know, it's like, well, we have a budget for speaking engagements. We do not have a budget for rock Music. bands. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so she's like, well, if you guys came and speaking was part of the performance will be able to classify that as a speaking engagement. Okay. And they'll be able to pay you. With a demo. They yeah. go, they, she goes, she goes, this is my favorite part. The only catch is we have to pay you now. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> fiscal year's right. Oh, I was like, man. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can't do it. Yeah, no. So I was like, we want to get paid after the game, <laughs> please. 
And so they were like, here's the budget. And I was like, that'll definitely work. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're normally dealing with... Um, we're not normally dealing with like you, government agencies. You don't got to get into numbers, but yeah. no, I can't. I will absolutely not get into numbers, but I will tell you that it was. Um, so now I kind of want you to. It was. <laughs> it was definitely like okay, yeah, this will definitely work, and it'll okay. and we'll be very happy, nice. um, and and we'll we'll make we'll be there, you know. So yeah, we we went ahead and and uh, got everything organized, and um, we so we it, it ended up being this last uh, Thursday and Friday. And so on Wednesday, I flew into Columbus, and I checked into uh, the hotel. And then on Thursday morning, we went over to the hospital, and we, perf- we it was great. Uh, we were having like a similar kind of potentially weather scare, but we were on the lucky end of the stick. I'm you lucked out, yeah, yeah. And we were we would have been we would have been okay anyway. It was covered. Yeah, sorry, Jay. Um, <laughs> we had a great sound guy. I believe his name was Alex. I feel terrible because thank you, Alex. <laughs> he was just fantastic. I want to hire him again. Uh, just so like low key, and you know, just the only thing you know, it's, it's just every, what every sound guy tells me is like, we just just turn the amp down. <laughs> you know, you yeah, know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's fine. I I I don't need you to explain. What I hate is when they start explaining why. It's like right. I totally get it. I just I'm always using backline amps that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're outside, it's like, anyway, the point is, yeah. uh, we had some good sound, and uh, as agreed, we said, okay, we're going to maybe play some song- songs and talk. So what we decided is that I would sort of emcee it, and by, like, by, I would start out by saying, hello, you know, we are the Resilient. Uh, today, you'll hear from Corporal Juan Dominguez of U.S. Marine Corps, you know, and yeah. then we played a music, play some songs, and then the guy started like telling stories. Yeah, and Dom was first, and I think it's fine for me to tell you guys this, but uh, he, uh, as in the middle of a story, started getting choked up, and I've known him for a decade, and I've mm-hmm. never seen that happen, well, not even once. Mm-hmm. And I, we were like, "What the hell is happening back there?" You know, and and he <laughs> was a great. moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, awesome. he he needed a moment. It was it was it was great, and you know, meanwhile, this is like in front of like this whole, this VA staff, mm-hmm. and it's being live streamed for internally to like 300 other people that work in the VA all over oh. the country. Um, That's cool. And after, so we went through, Nate, uh, Nate, same thing, he started getting emotional and, he, and it was kind of- Of course, of, Dom did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he, but it, it kind of turned into a thing. Dom's where like, the first was, domino. Yeah, Nate, yeah, domino. There you go. Yeah. yeah um, Nate, Nate looks back, he's like, Dom, Damn it! You made me emotional. <laughs> you know? It's true, but like it's so heavy what these guys are talking about, what yeah, they went through. Yeah. I mean, I know that um, I'm assuming that if you made it this far, you know what the resilient is. But it's these guys are severely wounded. They got hurt in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the field. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, not to get too too heavy. And I'm I don't know if Nate, if you guys know what happened to Nate. Nate's missing his leg. A lot of people think oh, it was like an IED, but like his other leg's totally fine. Like that's not usually what happens with an IED. Yeah, usually both legs would go from yeah. an impact like that. He lost his leg because on Christmas morning he was he had been training Afghan police, and one guy just turned around and started shooting everybody. Jeez. And that's how he lost his leg. Um, wow. Yeah, nobody died except for the shooter. Mm. Crazy wow. day, but but Nathan got really messed up. 
yeah. and his leg had to get amputated pretty high up too. Um, you know, and but he wears it well. You know what I mean? He's, oh, yeah. he's got an amazing prosthetic, and you know he's got a great outlook on life. And mm-hmm. and hearing yeah. these guys, you know, kind of explain their stories and then be like, "Look, you know, you know it was a, a lot of like suicide prevention was a theme." Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he's like, "Look, it's worth it. Just keep going. You know, like you can make it. You know, look like we're an example of it. You know, I was like, this yeah. is great. Like we're evolving. I think to this, mm-hmm. we." We want to lean on the music and let the music speak for us, but it's a whole. But when you explain it like this, a conduit though, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it, part it, of a it, bigger story. And what was great is that the guys would talk, and then we would play the song. And when we play the song, it's like, oh, finally, something we know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean? yeah. and then we play the song, and it's like suddenly, it's like suddenly that's it was like really relaxed, and like so cool. it just nice. felt great, you know. Yeah, because the hard uh, part, the hard part was the talking. Exactly. Yeah. So. We did that, and then the, uh, it was a long day, and it was, but it was very productive. Um, everyone was everyone was really nice, um, and then the next day they had this like fall fest, and we played like two forty five minute sets. We did a whole set of originals, and then we did a whole set of covers. Um, and it was fantastic. So that was my that my time with the Resilient in Columbus, nice. Ohio. Dude, um, that's great. And uh, that it was a. Uh, it was a, it was it was definitely a great experience. I hope to do it more again in the future. And uh, yeah, thanks to Taylor Jacklin and Laura Cunningham for for bringing us out. They heard me thank them a million times, but one more ain't gonna hurt. And nice. um, and once again, we'd like to just uh, extend our our love for the fine people of Ohio, and uh, you know, just reassure people that we have a mm-hmm. great time whenever we go there. Also, and, a resilient uh, th- state. Yeah. 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 And absolutely. Through. That, that's an, that's enough, Nick. They've oh. heard enough from you. Yeah. Okay. Nick. It's a beautiful country, and uh, you know the. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you, you notice the inf- the infrastructure there is just incredible. We'll, right? we'll, we'll mute Nick in in editing. Right? Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, thank you. Done. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, nice man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good. Super that's cool. a really cool story. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, you know, I, I'm also I'm just hoping that you know one of my one of my like little schemes here. I don't want to call it a scheme, but you know, whatever. Uh, is I'd like to tour the VAs with the resilience. Oh, you know you what I mean? Totally do that, man. Like, forget playing clubs and worrying about ticket sales and all that. <laughs> like, let's just play all the VAs. Yeah, um, it might might require some some the sharing that sharing stuff. You know what I mean? The test, yeah. like the talking about that stuff. That probably paired pairs well with with like then like performing. You know what I mean? It does, and it, it's it's the proof in the pudding because it's like you exactly. you could have you could have you could bring some guys on the stage and be like I love life, I yeah. am good now, mm-hmm. you know like this worked. It's, but it's like, another nah, thing dude. when they say when they say like this is what happened to me, and now I'm gonna play a song that yeah you know that we wrote and we know how to, to perform. Yeah, you guys need to get on a, like a TEDx stage or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Dom has done actually a, a TED talk. Um, but yes, I would. I, th- I think that would be fantastic. I mean, the guys are are doing really well as far as like you know engaging the audience and and all that. So okay. we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep chugging along. But we are doing a uh, we're gonna be doing a recording session. Some the details I'm gonna share with you guys internally because I don't want you know listeners showing up and screwing <laughs> up our vibe. That's right. <laughs> uh, cool. But, um, all right. 
but maybe it's 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 not gonna it's not too far away from you guys. It's in uh, beginning of October, so okay. Maybe Sweet. maybe you could pop right. in. Share, uh, the, uh, share the details as soon as, as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And awesome, uh, man. yep, that's it for me. Cool. Cool. Thank you, Mr. Greg. Indeed. We did it. We did. We did. Nick needs to get to bed. We yes. all need to get to bed. Indeed. I'm on the East Coast, so with you guys. <laughs> That's right. So, so it's, it's late for Greg, too. So, Greg, why don't you tell the fine folks how to get in touch with us, please? You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and X. Listen to us wherever podcasts are listened to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave a review. And as always, tell a friend, you should check it out. You should check it, it out. out. That's right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, boys. Been a All good right. time. Yeah. We'll see you back here next week. Perfect. Good night. Peace.